something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to Strawberry Spring, based on a short story by Stephen King. To Henry, I've missed you. Without you, there can be no me. My knife is sharp, and I'm glad to be getting back to work. I hope you don't mind, but I needed your car to move some things. Consider this an invitation. It's time to get reacquainted. Let's just keep this between us for now. Congratulations on the baby. Hey, new Sharonites. Just a word of warning out there tonight. The fog has rolled in once again on this beautiful spring evening. So drive slow. Walk fast. Don't forget to listen this weekend when we count down and congratulate the biggest hits of 1976 here on WSKX. Up next, the latest from... (sighs) What am I going to do? Why is Spring Heel Jack targeting me now? 
do I take this to the police? I can't make the same mistake twice. Henry, are you okay? Huh? Yeah, sorry. I thought I heard you yell. Oh, I, I tripped over some boxes. I'll, I'll be right in. Okay. I'm sorry about before. It's just my hormones. I'm really on edge. <laughs> I get it. You're carrying our baby. Get some rest, okay? I won't be late. I love you. He knows where I live. He knows Rachel is pregnant. How long has he been watching? I can't let him get near Rachel or the baby. We must have missed something eight years ago. Now I have to think about what happened that could have led us to him. Good morning, new Sharon. If you haven't looked outside yet, don't bother. We're about to break another record for rain on this day, March 21st, 1968. Mark that one down in your calendars, because it's not every day we break records in New Sharon. We mostly just break hearts. I guess you could say we're just a bunch of lady killers. And remember to keep a lookout for spring Jack. He's still out there. Stay safe, my friends. Stay safe. The rain hit hard that week. The quad filled with muddy runoff. It was heavy and thick like a marsh in the middle of campus. Not that it mattered much, we were in a state of perpetual lockdown. Curfew was still in effect, and to make matters worse, Captain Spencer had a new idea. One that wouldn't sit well with too many people. Spring break can't get here fast enough. I can barely find time to study with everything that's going on. Life of a journalist, feast or famine. You figure out what you're doing after graduation? Mm, not sure yet. Still thinking New York, Boston, maybe D.C. I need to come up with a plan. What about you? Nah, same here. Depends on if Rachel decides to go to grad school. I just need one great story. And that will write my ticket, pardon the pun. If I know you, you think this could be that story? Don't think that didn't occur to me. I guess one good story could make all the difference. One great story. The question is, how does it all end? Chelsea, can you wait until I say it's okay to come in? No, you're gonna wanna hear this. My dad, the captain of pigs, is about to do something big. What, another curfew? Nah, curfew ain't got nothing on this. He's going to put undercover pigs on campus. What do you mean? Young, old, undercover cops. We won't know who they are. He's going to have a bunch. They'll look like students, teachers, janitors, you name it. Walking around here hoping to catch Spring Hill Jack in the act. How's that going to work? Our civil liberties are being threatened if we don't even know who the cops are. I know! He, he doesn't care! He just wants to stop the killer. This is crazy. You don't know the half of it. The blue boys are getting pulled off, so now there will be less uniformed cops. We have to write this up. I'll take this one. Henry, keep your ears open. Chelsea? Yeah? Good work. Now both of you? What? Yeah. Get out! I have work to do. Anne published a brutal takedown of Captain Spencer and the new Sharon Police Department. She was nothing if not emphatic. I'm not quite sure her take meant as much sense to me as it did to her. I sort of thought it made sense to have undercover police on campus. I mean, if you can't tell who the students are, then neither could Jack. And after all, wasn't that the goal? I didn't quite know what Anne was railing against back then. 
I'm not so sure she did either. I left the paper and headed home. There never seemed to be enough time to study. The sun was starting to set and the fog rolled in like clockwork. It drifted between the tree-lined buildings, hiding them from the view as if it played a magical hide-and-go-seek. It was soft and white like pillowy clouds, insubstantial but ever-present. At the same time, the fog was dense and frightening. It was cover for a killer. Springheel Jack was a man. No one seemed to doubt that. The murders were brutal, and if Rachel was right, sexual in nature. But the fog was his accomplice. And to me, it seemed like a woman. She was beautiful, but in a way even more dangerous than Springheel Jack. She was covering his tracks. It was as if our school was caught between them, the third wheel in a deadly lover's triangle, part of the marriage consummated in blood. I sat and smoked, watching the path lights come on in the looming darkness. At the end of my cigarette, the red-hot cinder glowed, reflecting off the fog with an orange hue that almost felt comforting. Almost. I wondered if it was all over. Do killing sprees have expiration dates? Two girls were dead. Maybe that was the end of it. I finished my cigarette and headed home. Hey, Henry. Hey, Kevin. What's up? You want a beer? You got anything stronger? Not at the moment. Then if you have one handy, yeah, sure. Why not? I'd offer up a toast, but I can't think of anything worth toasting to at the moment. It's a little warm in here. Mind if I open a window? Yeah, suit yourself. It's gonna snow soon. Is that the radio weather report talking or you? Not me. Who needs a weatherman? Just take a look outside. I don't see anything. Look at the sky. When snow is about to move in, light bounces off the clouds. The sky turns just a little pink. Can you see it? I guess a little. I never noticed before. <laughs> you call yourself a journalist? <laughs> sailors used to say, red skies at night, sailors delight. Red sky at morning, sailors take warning. Warnings seem to be what we could use a little more of right about now. Hmm. You know, it's so strange. Not a single lonely soul walking the campus. It's like they wouldn't be caught dead on the streets. Seriously? What? Poor choice of words? You could say that. I think it's the weather. It has a mind of its own. Hey, Henry, have you ever heard of Strawberry Spring? I'm not sure. Maybe a long time ago. Something grandmothers talk about, right? Like a wives' tale? Strawberry Spring is like Indian summer, only way less common. How so? Well, you get a good Indian summer in this part of the country once every two to three years. Weather like we're having, it's only supposed to come every eight years. It's a false spring, a lying spring. Like Indian summer is a false summer. Hmm. Never thought of it that way before. You got another smoke? My grandmother used to say strawberry spring means the worst norther of winter was still on the way. 
And the longer it lasts, the harder the storm. Ah, folk tales. Never believe a word of it. But the Spring-Heel Jack. What about him? <sighs> it makes me nervous. What about you? Doesn't it concern you? He could be anyone. Yeah, he could, at that. The whole world is a bit strange, except for thee and me. And I'm not so sure about thee. Hey, you want to go over to the Union and shoot some pool? I don't have any cash on me. I'll float you a ten spot. <laughs> I can't. History midterms are coming up. I'm going to stay and go over some notes. Suit yourself. Hey, Henry, you know what they say. No, Kev, I don't. What's that? Those who ignore the past are doomed to repeat it. Last chance? Sorry, bud, not tonight. If I get done early enough, I might try and sneak across campus and see Rachel. <laughs> oh, rebel. Better be careful. You don't want to get caught out after dark. Never gonna happen. I could walk through this campus blindfolded and you'd never see me. I hope you're right. I watched Kevin out the window. The faint cherry red fireball on the end of the cigarette disappeared into the fog. For a long time after he was gone, I stared out the window. I don't know why. I could barely see my hand in front of my face. I sat on the ledge with a book in my lap. I never turned a page. Part of me knew something was still out there, walking in the shadows where the fog was now in charge. It took about an hour of staring at the words on the page before I figured if I was going to waste time, I might as well waste it with Rachel. Hey girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and 
seeing their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have a, one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I didn't put too much stock in anything Kevin said. He was like a dime store philosopher, but I'll be damned if he didn't predict a significant snowfall. The pink sky turned gray as the snow fell. Little flurries of white dots drifted down. I caught a couple of snowflakes on my tongue. I hadn't done that in years. The last time was probably when my mom and brother were still alive. For a brief, shining moment, I smiled. I really smiled. It had been an eternity since I smiled. 
the world was turned upside down and we were all powerless to turn it back over. I don't know how long I stood out in the snow. I lost track of time. By the time I looked at my watch, hours had passed. I finally wandered up to Rachel's place. Thankfully, her lights were still on. Does it ever occur to you to call first? <laughs> no. You know midterms are coming up. Don't you have to study? I do, but you know what? It can wait. Come outside with me. It's snowing. I don't even have a jacket on. Well, then hurry up and get one. Who knows how long this is going to last? I can hardly see a thing. Where are we going? I don't know, but let's find a big enough place to make some snow angels. Snow angels? What's gone into you? You tell me. You're the psychiatrist. I'd say, for some reason, you're trying to rediscover your inner child. That sounds good to me. Here, spread your arms and your legs. <laughs> I've never done this before. What? You've seriously never made a snow angel? No. This may come as a surprise to you, but we don't have a lot of snowstorms in the south. Okay, well, no better time than the present. <laughs> that should be good. Okay, let's get up. We'll see how we did. Here, let me help you. Oh, no. Come on, let's see where it's coming from. I see the lights. Come on, this way. I'm coming. It looks worse than it is. The, the lights are reflecting off the fog. Holy shit. How many police cars are here? I count six. Hey, move your flashlight. I can't see. Whoa, stay back, both of you. This is an active crime scene. What happened? There was another murder. Now I need you both to back up, okay? Captain Spencer really messed this up. Look how many cops are here and someone was murdered in It's hard to see the fog, but I count. How do we there's 17 cops here? Yeah, and not one in uniform. That means they were all patrolling and Jack was able to strike. This is insane. It was crazy. All I could keep thinking was what Kevin said to me. Strawberry Spring was a false spring, a lying spring. The fog aided and abetted Spring Hill Jack. There was so much chaos, too many cops dressed like college students. We didn't have a hard time inching our way towards the crime scene. Follow me and walk towards the cops. Just act like we're with them. Hey, you need a light? Thanks. Hell of a scene, huh? Uh, sure is. Haven't seen anything like it. Did you see the first crime scene? I was on that night. It's nothing like this. How so? Did you see what the sick bastard did to this one? No. He killed her, right? Propped her up behind the wheel of her 64 Corvair. What do you mean, propped her up? Propped her up against a wheel. You didn't have a choice. Why not? Because her top half was all that was left of her. We found part of her body in the back seat and the rest of her in the trunk. That's the least of it. The sick bastard wrote across the windshield in her blood. What'd he write? Catch me if you can. 
He's challenging us. Oh my God. Have you identified the victim? Yeah. She had a school ID on her. Poor thing. Her name was Adele Perkins. your phone. Whenever you're gonna call at this hour, it's two in the morning. I have to call Anne. Nobody knows about this yet. We can get ahead of it and get an afternoon edition out. Anne? You're worried about calling Anne at a time like this? You know what? Why don't you go tell her in person? Get out. Wait, what? Rachel, this doesn't make any sense. You're right. You spend every waking moment with her. So why don't you go to her and tell her all about Adele Perkins, the poor girl who was cut in half, disembodied, and left in her car in the middle of campus. You're being irrational. This is what we do. We have a breaking story. We follow this it. This is what you do. Which we are you referring to? Oh, don't get all psychoanalytical on me right now. Why not, Henry? There's a killer out there. He's murdered three girls. No one knows who he is, why he's doing it. You've turned it into some kind of game. You're wandering around at all hours of the night. You claim you can't sleep? Since when? For the last two years we've been dating, you've slept like a baby. You're crazy. I'm not the crazy one. What are you doing out there in the fog? Do you think you're going to catch this guy single-handedly? This Spring Hill Jack is cutting women in half. Do you really think that your 5 foot 10, 160 pound frame is a match for this guy? I'm not, I'm not trying to catch anyone. <laughs> Aren't you? Maybe you're trying to catch Anne. You've lost your mind. Good. I like it better that way. Look, I know you're under a ton of pressure with midterms, so I am not doing yeah. this right now. <laughs> you have a story to break. Go. Go to Anne. Have a good night. It was a short walk to Anne's place, so I figured I'd listen to the radio for some company. ...by Wilson Pickett. These days, I wouldn't be caught dead outside in the midnight hour. I'm sure that's not what Wilson had in mind, but he was waiting until no one else was around to hold her and do things. Kind of takes on a whole new meaning with Spring-Heeled Jack on the loose. Something to think about. Anyway, if you have any requests, give me a call at the station. I'm up until you go to sleep. Rachel was being irrational. I didn't have feelings for Anne, but with everything going on, Everyone was at their breaking point. Adele Perkins was the third girl to be killed inside of a week. As I walked through town, past apartments and houses, I couldn't help but think everyone is asleep. They're peaceful, but in just a few short hours, they're gonna wake up and find out another girl is dead.
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Jin, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. It's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return, your time won't, and we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesus, Henry, what are you doing here? It's almost three in the morning. Rachel and I had a fight. Can I come in? If you two had a fight, why don't you go home? Because you're the reason we got into a fight. I told her I had to talk to you. I don't get it. Anne, there's been another murder. We were out tonight and stumbled on the police right after it happened. But the police, they were out undercover. You should have seen it. Or, or maybe you shouldn't have, but it's the worst one yet. Oh my god, Henry... He knew the police were going to be undercover. How stupid. If they're wandering around campus looking like students, he looks just like them. Maybe nobody knows who the cops are, but it's an even better way for spring Jack to move in between students. What a mess. You're right. Captain Spencer didn't take any of that into consideration. Do we know who the victim was? Adele Perkins. Do you know her? No, did you? I felt terrible. I didn't know her. But someone was going to know her. Someone was going to be devastated. The police weren't any closer to finding the killer. Maybe Rachel was right. Maybe subconsciously I couldn't sleep because I was trying to catch the guy. By mid-afternoon, we got the scoop. Adele Perkins was 21, a junior. She worked at the Union from 6 to 11 at night, facing drunk frat guys and starving students who barely had enough money to eat, let alone tip. The union was just across the street from the library, so I'd have to imagine for the last three nights she had it pretty easy. Curfew was in place. The crowds had dwindled down to hungry cops on the night shift and a random teacher or two picking up food for the drive home from campus. Hi there, officers. What do you have? We didn't have a lot to go on to tell Adele's story, but none of that mattered. The story wasn't about the victims anymore. Now, it was about the killer. Spring-Heel Jack. The campus was never going to be the same again. Neither was I. If there was any doubt, that all vanished into thin air when the letter arrived late the next day. And I haven't slept. What's so important that it couldn't wait until later? Henry, this came about an hour ago. That's addressed to you. Is that written in... Yes. He wrote in blood. What's it say? 
Dear Henry, I keep reading your stories about me. The police tried to fool me last night. I had to laugh when they tried to pretend to be one of us. Who do they think they're kidding? You and I knew better. I have my type and she's everywhere. Last night's distraction worked out well. She barely had time to scream. How can they catch me now? I love my work and can't wait to start again. Pay close attention. I'm about to start a new game. I thought that writing in blood would be hard. It turns out it coagulates fast, but not fast enough. For my next number, I'll send it to the police as a memento. Do me a favor. Hold on to this letter until I'm done. We don't want to ruin the surprise. My knife's so nice and sharp. I want to get to work right away. Good luck. P.S. I like the name spring Heel Jack. It's very pointed. I hope it sticks. Get it? Ha ha ha. <clears throat> Do you have any water in here? Hey, what's going on? Not now. He's been... He's been reading my editorials. He knows who I am. Hold on a minute. How do we know it's not a hoax? How do we know it's not? Can I see it? Is it real blood? Could it be red? Look, I, d I don't know. I don't know anything right now, alright? All I know is we should call the cops. Now let's just think about it. If it is real, you have a direct connection to Springheel Jack. That could be the difference between breaking the story and someone else getting it. But we have no idea if there are clues here that could help. He said to wait. What if you turn it over and everyone goes nuts again? What if that's what he's counting on, another distraction? Let's get something to eat before it gets too late. We're still on lockdown. We can talk about it over dinner. This could be a key piece of evidence. Maybe. But it could be a prank. Either way, we have some time before it gets dark. Let's go. Why so hush-hush? We have some things to discuss. We can't talk about it yet. Nothing personal. We'll talk tomorrow. Oh, okay. I'll just keep getting inside info and passing it off to you guys. Thanks. See you tomorrow. Hey, who goes there? Hey, Officer Friendly, can you just give me some space? Chelsea Spencer? Is that you? Yes, it's me. You need to get home. It's already after curfew. Yeah, I think I know what time it is. What are you going to do? Tell my father? Why don't I escort you, huh? Um, the last thing I want is to be seen with some pig who works for my father. Thanks, but no thanks. I'll take my chances. Ask hey, I told you I don't want to please escort. Seriously, my dad is not going to be impressed that some glorified security guard walked his daughter home. For all I know, you're Spring Hill Jack. Hey, this isn't funny. My dad is the police captain. When he finds out you're messing with me, he's gonna mess with you. I'm serious. Will you please stop?
You know what? Fuck you. I'm going home. You can follow me if you want, but you better keep up because this is the last you'll see of- Spring is a production of Audio Up Media and iHeartRadio, based on a short story by Stephen King. Executive produced by Lee Metzger, Jared Gutstadt, and Philip Alberstadt. Written and directed by Lee Metzger. Starring Garrett Hedlund, Milo Ventimiglia, Horizon Guardiola, Sidney Sweeney, Ken Marino, Al Madrigal, and Breck Bassinger. Audio Up in-house production by Jordana Glick-Franzheim and Laura Ramadet. Edited by Carrie Caulfield-Eric and Jeremiah Zimmerman. Sound design and mix by Jeremiah Zimmerman. Score by Jeff Peters. Songs and music by Jarrett Gutstadt and Jesse Siebenberg. Strawberry Spring is published in Stephen King's short story collection, Night Shift. Available in paperback and ebook from Anchor Books and as an audiobook from Penguin Random House Audio. For the full list of production credits, please visit audioup.com. You can find more podcasts from iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. 
And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.